Can you hear me? Yeah, that's much better. It's Hank. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You're live on the new Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Awesome. Thanks. Nice to be on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, before we get started here, uh, I wanted to just say that, like, I really appreciate you being on. Um, I know you wouldn't just give this interview to anybody. So I really honor that. And thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so today we were going to talk about the Quran. Now, me, myself, I, I'm just a student to it. Um, and I wanted to know uh, a couple questions about it, as I'm sure other people do. So first off, let's start. What is the difference between the two? Or the three, or the four. What is the difference um, that the Quran believes, according opposed to the other religions? Um. Hmm. I think the uh, well. First of all, let me make it make it known. Let me let everybody out here know in TV land and video land and and audio land. Um, Islam <laughs> does not advocate strapping bombs to yourselves and, and blowing up buildings. This is not to, blow, to commit suicide and kill innocent people. This is not advocated by Islam. This is That is some cultural teachings that we'll probably get into discussing more later on. But I would say the primary, the primary difference in Islam, um, maybe more so than the other, other religions, is the, uh, the focus on the oneness of God and the, uh, the, the supreme authority of God, and that there is no, no one that, that's in between God and the human being's uh, relationship. We, the, the mainstream view somewhat differs from my view, but um, I won't get too much into that. I'll just speak according to what the Quran teaches. Um, all of the prophets and messengers from Jesus and Noah and Abraham and Moses, Muhammad, Lot, Jonah, all of those prophets are to be highly respected and regarded. Um, there is no one better than the other, and you know that human that that mankind can can determine. That's God's decision to determine which of His prophets were were the best of His prophets. Um, but that's not for us to do. So our way how did you come how, how, you know how did you come to it how how did you was that your first religion uh, no I was raised a Christian actually um, somewhat wasn't really forced on and forced on me in the house or anything like that but you know I'm from the south so we uh, we're pretty pretty much Christian people. Now, the reason I say it like that is because um, tons of different times, it's not often that you usually see a Quran in English. So that's why I wondered. Uh, I do know that you said you speak a little bit of Arabic. Um, who was it that enlightened you or made it knowledgeable to you? Uh I really, 
I'm 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 a student of Arabic, uh, and I tend to, you know, I'm from the old school where you know you kind of you get a you get a transliteration, you learn how to recite, you know, you learn you understand the Quran, you, you learn how to recite, and then from reciting, you tend to pick up you know pick up meanings of words. You know, it's kind of like your favorite rap song, you're rapping and stuff, and uh, you hear some slang, and you like how the slang word sounds or whatever, so you keep rapping it and rapping it just to, uh, for the for the application of it, and um, eventually you learn the whole song. Well, that's kind of how the Quran does you. <laughs> right, so there there wasn't, like, some, some teacher that um, came to you and showed it to you? No, I didn't really have an Arabic teacher. I have... Uh, you know, I recently have gained a few friends that speak Arabic, and um, they've been teaching me a few things here and there. But um, my original first first verses in the Quran that I learned how to recite, I didn't have an Arabic teacher. Um, I think someone taught me Fatiha first, and then after that, once I got the transliteration, you know, and, and I could read uh, read uh, on my own, and you know, learn what I wanted wanted to learn. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I myself, I don't, I don't know much Arabic, but I do think it's a great language, and I think the writing is um, is very unique and very artistic. It um, it shows intelligence. So that's why even even myself, I'm a little curious as to um, about it. Like I, I know nothing about it because they don't. It's not in mainstream media. You know, you you really have no, to kind of no, do exactly. So you, you kind of have to do some digging. So um, so sidetrack. Uh, fast forward. What um, what would you say now, as opposed to when you first learned about it, to where you stand now? How do you feel, um, as far as like what you know? Do you feel different, or how is your growth? Uh, came along um what um one of the things that interested me in the book when i before i started reading it but i had some interest in it but one of the things that made me really interested in reading and studying it was a verse i can't remember where this verse is but it says something to the to the effect of this book will give you eminence you know and to me eminence seemed like you know royalty right you know some you know royal characteristics so that made me very interested in the book and learning what what exactly it was teaching. So that that was like my that was like my the straw that broke the camel's back. The story is a long story, long journey. How I ended up coming to Islam, like I could really tie it into probably um, six going back to six years old and telling the story from you know there to elementary and then you know forward. But um, I would say that that was the point that really was the culminator for me. Now, um, in, in practicing and and studying, have you um, witnessed any miracles? Huh. Miracles. Um, I'll say that I'll say this to that. Miracles are are uh they're, they're manifest every day but you should be able to recognize them 
to to a person with strong faith, it's not a it's not so much a miracle. Even though it's a, it, everything's a miracle, you know, every day is a miracle. I witness a miracle every day when I wake up. Amen. You know, if you really want to get to it, but Amen. I mean, if you're talking about like, you know, somebody lifting a house off of the ground, you know, using the force. No, I like that. Right. But um, I can say that I've seen some. I've seen some very uh, interesting things. Some people probably call coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe everything happens for a reason. But uh, yeah, I've seen some things that would make you understand, if not question. You know, it, it would make you realize that there's some some higher force that is able to communicate um, on time, accurately on time, you know? So that's that's uh, one thing I've noticed about, I've noticed with the, with uh, what I've learned, the communication, the response. So if I was gonna say any miracles, I would say I've noticed, I can actually notice God responding. Nice. Yeah, I, um you know what I what I like about you, man, is your patience. You know, a lot, a lot of people who follow anything, um, they don't they're not patient with the other person. I don't think sometimes, and I think that when you're not, then the person misses the message. You know, um, now uh, back to Quran particularly, what what is the differences? What is the belief? Why is it, um, why is there a difference? Uh, by the heaven full of paths, as the book says, or by the sky full of orbits, surely your striving is for diverse means. Um, we all have different paths that we, that we're on. We all have different journeys. I can't really, I can't really say that there's too much difference between the three because they all have some of the same characteristics. Um, the main, the main characteristic between all three of them is to worship God, worship God alone. Um, those are that's the main characteristic of all three of them. Now, you could get into all the differences of you know who who thinks who is higher and who is greater. You know between the prophets that you know the ones I recognize as prophets between you know Jesus and Moses and. And, and Muhammad, you know, you could get into that competition, but I mean, that competition is the same across the board. The, the mainstream Muslims think Muhammad is better than all the other prophets. The mainstream Christians think Jesus is better than all the other prophets. Both of them are wrong. God is better than everybody, and we're supposed to be worshiping God. So why are you focused on these men? These men did their jobs as messengers and servants of God. And that's it. Check out their example. Learn from their example and, and, you know, learn from their example, but don't, don't worship these men. They're men. They needed guidance from God just like you do. We do. We all do. So I would say the difference is, the difference is in the people. You have a group of believers in all of them and you have a group of disbelievers in all of them. Does, is there a belief that there's great people in all religions? There's great people everywhere. Amen. Um, I won't say in all religions because I don't. I don't agree with Satanism, and I believe Satan is the enemy of man. So I can't say there's anything great about that. Sure. 
what would you say to someone who is curious but doesn't feed their curiosity about the Quran? Curious but but doesn't feed their curiosity about the Quran? Right. Eventually their curiosity will overtake you if you're if you're sincere. Amen. If you're just curious to seek to read the book for academic understanding, you won't succeed. There's a there's a thing about this the Quran that people people have tried years and years to crack the code on it and understand it and prove it wrong and all of these things. But see the trick is you have to be sincere. You have to be sincere to God. That's the only way you'll be able to understand the book. Um, you can understand some of the surface things, maybe some of the historical things or some of the references to uh, things in the previous scripture. But when it comes to some of the principles, they'll be unattainable by someone who's not sincere and applying faith. Why do you think both religions don't take time or either any kind of religion? Why don't you think people take time to listen to each other's argument? Because I'll say this, there's, there's two types of people that debate when it comes to scripture or religion. There are those who sincerely seek an understanding, and there are those who uh, seek knowledge for egotistical purposes. The ones who seek knowledge for egotistical purposes tend to not want to listen to another, another person's argument because... They're, they're only there to respond to words. To, they're only there to respond when there's a break. So they don't hear what's being said to them. They're there to push an agenda. And when you have people like that, there's no point in debating them because they're not listening. Amen. What, um, do you believe that your job is to... What do you believe your personal mission is when it comes to My your faith? My personal mission? Yeah. As far as... As far like, as do you believe... Do you uh, believe you should, uh, you know, like, let the word be known? Well, we, we're, we're cleaning up the image of Islam right now, I guess. that I would say that's the main thing. You know, as best we can, the traditionalism has really put a black eye on Islam and, and made it look like... A, uh, a barbarian's way of life and it's not it's not a barbaric way of life at all it's a very peaceful way of life that encourages intelligence encourages uh, community between human beings and it encourages encourages that everybody coexists peacefully um, no one should oppress another Islam is against oppression Islam is about self-defense it's about standing up for your rights it's the perfect religion for the humans because it's individual. See, Islam that we see on the TV is a mainstream commercial uh, false brand of Islam, to be honest. Islam is very personal, and that's shown in the fact that the Quran constantly reiterates uh, that each person will be questioned by God individually and be held accountable for their decisions, their good decisions and their bad decisions, you know, according to their knowledge and their intent. This is what Islam teaches, and this is what the religion of Abraham has always been about. 
Now, in different countries, obviously, there's different laws and different this and that. So um, does that outweigh that? The laws of the country? Yeah. Do they supersede God's laws? Amen. No, um, no, they don't. Amen. God's law supersedes all law. See, a court of law can let a man escape a murder on a technicality. God weighs the hearts. Amen. So it's not legal jargon or legal loophole that could get you out of a crime that you committed intentionally. Amen. So, so with that being said, how does how does one practice their religion freely if it's against the law? Uh, no religion should be against the law. <laughs> Amen, I brother. I mean, Amen, brother. You know, I, I, don't, I just say that with, you know, in regards to, to the enemy's way. That shouldn't even be against the law. It's for every human to, to make a decision for themselves. We'll be held accountable for our individual decisions. True. It's not for uh, anyone to make like those all the decisions for us. Yes, I understand that governments have a, a, a purpose and a job to do, but uh, making decisions for the people as far as how they choose to worship, what they choose to worship, that's, that should not be, you know, a government decision. Now, um, back to the Quran itself. What is, what is the belief about Jesus? As far as Islam is concerned, the son of Mary is a prophet, the Messiah to Israel, a word sent from God, and a revelation sent from God to Mary. He was assigned for the coming of the end of the world. He was strengthened by the Holy Spirit. He spoke to the people from the crib. All of these abilities, the ability to heal people, the blind, the lepers, all were given to him by the power of God. He was granted all of these abilities by God's lead. Um, When it comes to the crucifixion, we believe that's fiction. We believe that, according to the Quran, it was made to look like he was crucified and that he escaped crucifixion. And this is actually verified in the Bible. Um, the book I don't necessarily rec- recognize as scripture, the New Testament in particular, there's no prophet to verify it, um, is scripture, the actual word of God. Um, you have gospels according to, those are equivalent to hadith in my eyes and Islam, and hadith are the primary reason Islam is corrupt today, and and not just my opinion, you can see the results of it around the world. God specifically denounces all other hadith outside of Quran as falsehood. He, he He denounces it, and anything after the truth is falsehood. So that's pretty much the Quran. It keeps the focus on God. That's the main focus. And Jesus was a worshiper of God. He prayed. It's written in the Bible. Um, he, when he, according to the old old book in the in the New Testament or whatever, it it's, it speaks of Mary Magdalene in the tomb, and him 
uh, Jesus asking her why is she crying, and she says she can't find Jesus. And he asks her why is she looking for the living amongst the dead. And he tells her she he is not yet risen. He says I'm not yet risen. So those are two indicators right there. She didn't recognize him because he was in disguise. And he also told her he had not yet risen. When he visits the disciples shortly thereafter, he tells them, the verse says, they looked as if they thought they saw a spirit. He tells them to touch him. He's a, he's a whole man. He has no injuries on his hands or feet. And he sat down and ate fish. So the Bible even verifies what the Quran says. The Quran is the scripture that confirms. So any discrepancies, any confusion from the previous scripture, the Quran came to clear those up. However, um, you know, there are people out there that believe the Quran is a copy of the previous scripture, which is not true. There are things in the Quran that are not mentioned in the previous scripture. Um, the history of Mary is more, more, more uh, described, and the birth, of, the birth of Jesus is described in the Quran very specifically, whereas it's not so much in the Bible. So there, there are a lot of different um, things there about Jesus, but the main one is that he worshiped God and he was a servant of God. He was not the son of God. He was a servant of God. Now, is it also a belief? Um, I believe I heard something like this where you have to be able to speak Arabic to understand the Quran. Is that true? No. Or, or what's the what is, what is the thought process on that? So the Quran was in fact revealed in Arabic. Arabic is a very specific language, a very um, yeah, very specific language. English is very ambiguous. So and also uh, the Arabic was for a specific reason um, in recognition to the covenant of Abraham that God made originally and to fulfill a prophecy that was mentioned during the time of Moses. That was the purpose of the Arabic. Um, when it comes to understanding the principles of the Quran, it doesn't matter what language you read them in. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to translate the same. Are there people who every think Muslim the opposite? Are there people well, who think the opposite? Every Muslim, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, are there people who think the opposite way? that, yes, you do have to um, believe in Arabic. Yeah, there are people people like that, but those people tend to not know the Quran themselves. Um, those people tend to lean on the understanding of men to understand the Quran. And the Quran makes, it very, makes itself very clear that it is a guidance and a mercy for those who believe. So it's a guidance and mercy for the believers. Many people pick up the Quran and don't understand it. They don't they don't truly believe. Many people say they believe in God, but they can't do so without idol worship, which is why they bring other books next to the Quran and say these books explain the Quran. Nice. Now, now, lastly, because we're running out of time here, what um, what is believing in God and, and following Quran? What, is, what does that exactly mean to you? belief in God is as simple as it sounds first you believe in God uh, once you have that belief in God and you believe that there's a heaven that you could go to after you know this life 
if you if you are sure of that, then you can pick up the Quran. You can that you have a little bit of faith. So you need faith in order to understand and and uh, grasp the Quran. You need sincerity. Um, from there, you know, having that belief in God and that trust in God and understanding God is in full control at all times. When you read and apply the Quran to your life, uh, you, you'll just start to see one of the main things I think people forget about um, this 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 way of Abraham is that inspiration is a primary part of it. And you have to understand how to recognize when the God is showing you something and when the devil is enticing you to something else. And when you're able to start seeing that, you're able to start hearing the communications. Once you're able to start hearing the communications, you increase in faith and your knowledge increases. The more you read through the verses, the more they open to you. Each verse is like a book in the Quran. Each verse is like a book. You really have to take it word by word, sentence by sentence. It's an it's an order. It it explains to you in full detail, even though on the surface it doesn't seem like it. Amen. Well thank you, SPO. I I really appreciate you being on, man. I know that was um that was some hard stuff there, <laughs> you know, but uh, you no did problem. you did great, man. You did great. Um, I really appreciate you. You're very knowledgeable. Uh, you have a lot of wisdom too. Um, I wish you nothing but nothing but love, brother. So thanks for being on. Uh, no problem, problem at all. All right, man. Well, talk talk soon. I I appreciate it. What uh, is there anything that I may have missed that you think? Um, somebody may want to ask or something like that? Uh, if people are wondering if we believe that Jesus is going to come back, that's a very common, uh, it's a very common belief in mainstream Islam. The reality is that the Quran only mentions the return of Jesus when the day of resurrection comes. So he won't be coming back and saving anybody or doing anything special. He'll be coming back He'll be standing for judgment like everyone else. Amen. So worship worship God alone. Amen, brother. Thank you. That was good stuff, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Hey, no problem. Enjoy your day, All man. Right, take care. Yep, you too. Thanks Thank for you. Having me. Yeah, All for right. sure. Bye bye.